Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. This is Jess Rogie, host of the Rogie, not the Rogie Report, the Jess Rogie Show. And we are broadcasting live on KTLK, digital broadcasting, the Fringe FM. It is just after 11 p.m. here on the West Coast and just after 1 a.m. on the East Coast. Wherever you're listening tonight, I want to thank everyone for hanging out tonight. we got two chat rooms going tonight. we got the Fringe FM Discord. I'll give a shout-out to everybody over there. we got Michael Strange. we got Night Stalker. Let's see who else right now. we got Joe over there, I think. And then we've also got Deuterang over here in uh, YouTube. We've got Pat, Breeze, Enzo. What up, Enzo? Sean, Sylvain, thank you guys so much for joining Ah, this is the Fringe FM Late Night, ladies and gentlemen. Today is Tuesday, August 16th, going into the 17th. And I don't know what episode we are on. I'll have to count them up and I'll let you guys know next time. But in a few moments here, we're going to be bringing on my good friend, Navier Alora, a wandering witch. But first, I want to give a shout out to all the patrons. We got Russ, Barb, Clown Baby, Tommy G, Anthony for just a little bitty three dollars a month you can join you can head over to patreon.com search just rogie and there you know i have things like i got my recent interview with tommy chong which i haven't uploaded anywhere else you guys can check that out that's played here on the fringe fm but i don't believe it's up anywhere else also also ladies and gentlemen i want to give a shout out to the sponsor of the show aliens built earth slash brim of the world you know, guys, I love wearing hats and uh, I beat up my hats. I wear them, you know, I wear them out in the sun, in the rain. And uh, it's actually super rare that you see me in public without a hat. So that hat and that picture there on YouTube, guys, is two years old. I've been wearing it and it still looks brand new. So seriously, guys, high quality hats. If you love aliens or just looking for a great hat, you can head over to Brim of the World or aliensbuiltearth.com and use promo code ETSR for 15% off your order. You help a small business and you help support the show. Also, you can follow, follow Aliens Built Earth and Brim of the World on social media. Uh, so, man, I want to say hi to everybody. Yes, I did that. We did that. So if you guys have any questions for the guests tonight, please put them in caps and we will get to them. So you can catch the fringe... We can catch us live on the Fringe.fm, the Fringe FM app, Talk Stream Live, and the Paranormal Radio app. So I want to thank everybody who listened last night. It was a very personal and a very emotional show. Um, it meant a lot to me to have every, everybody come and support me. And um, 
I want to bring on my guest tonight. Um, let me read her intro, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about it. So, before we get into it, let's let's give the. Uh, I know I'm like, I'm three cups of coffee. Is it three cups of coffee? And I gotta like sit back, bring it back a second. So my guest tonight is Navier Alora, a clairvoyant medium, a 13 sign astrologer, a wandering witch. She's been reading tarot for over 30 years. Her unique reading style blends 13 sign astrology, galactic astrology, Akashic records, past and parallel live cons- lives consultations along with her own clairvoyance and clairaudience, mediumship, and communications with her guides. She assists her clients to tap into the confluence where spiritual, energetic healing, core self-empowerment, and spiritual upgrades align with benevolence. Collapse the timelines to live your best life now. Book your psychic session, follow her on social media, binge listen to her wonderful podcast, A Wandering Witch Podcast on Spotify. You can visit her link tree at l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e backslash a wandering witch. There you can access all her on her offerings. So let's give a what warm warm welcome to Navier. Hello, Navier. Can you hear me? I can. Can you hear welcome, me? Welcome, welcome. Yes, Hi, yes. Everybody. Man, that three cups of coffee got me there. I was like trying to go through the intro and I'm like, ah, <laughs> so much coffee. Ah, I should stand up. <laughs> I just had a strong espresso before the show. So I'm right there with you in the in the jitter halls. I know jitter I have bug. water here too. I'm like, you know, because I've been trying to time them out. I have one at about six, right? And then I try to have one about eight. And then probably one around 10. So maybe I need to space them out a little more. Ah, we love you. <laughs> Jittery, caffeinated, any way we can get you. Oh, let me <laughs> say hi to that really quick. We got a lot of people popping in. We got Sean in the chat. Welcome, Sean. Aloha. We got Aloha. in the chat. Aloha, Sylvan everybody. There. We got Ghost Biker Miranda, my good friend Miranda. Thank you for joining us. We got my flock, Sarah. Enzo says, three cups of coffee. Those are rookie numbers. Get that caffeine up. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Chug a lug. I, I know. I'm like I'm trying to finish this coffee. And I do want to give a shout out over to Rivers over in the Discord. So, Rivers. Navier. Oh, I know. What's up, Rivers? Dear heart. Night Stalker over there, too. Night Stalker. Night Stalk- Stalker, not Stalker. Not stalker, 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 right? I hope, I hope people are catching the difference. <laughs> it sounds the same. We're saying it exactly the same, right? <laughs> he stocks shelves. He's not stalking people. Yes, stalking <laughs> with an O, if that's clear. <laughs> How are you, my friend? I want to thank you so much for hanging out last night and listening and and being there as I kind of went over this like super personal story about where I've been and what's been going on. Yes. I, I wouldn't have missed it. It was, it was so poignant to, to be there after you came back from your really harrowing journey of losing your mom and telling us, sharing such a raw, vulnerable, um, personal story. It was, it was beautiful. It was touching. Yeah. Everyone crying, Jess. Oh, thank you. It was, 
It wasn't easy. That was, I think that was one of the things that was holding me back from coming back right away was that I knew it was something I had to address and I didn't want to just gloss over it because it was such a big thing that happened to me. When you lose someone close to you like that, it's, it's just life altering. You're just not the same after that. I don't feel the same. Yeah. I don't feel the same at all. It's a deep, profound process of what grief and loss is the journey that grief and loss loss takes you on you just have to surrender to it and it's intense it's yeah i i get it it's very intense and yeah and i think that's the lesson that i learned too is like it's just you have to go through it you can't there's no fast forwarding you just have to experience it and and grow from it and learn from it. I know you, I know we we're talking a little bit about experiences and I, oh, we got, let me say, we got a few more people popping in. We got Prag Magic in the chat. He says, We got Patrick, Patrick Breeze talking about his Oreos. We got UFO Gandalf, my good friend. Welcome, welcome. What's up, everybody? Thanks for listening. Hello. Oh, and then we got Sarah. I know. Thank you, guys. Like, last night, I didn't go on YouTube because guess what? I forgot to press the damn button. So nobody (laughs) on YouTube caught any of this. No! (laughs) Because Joe goes, and hello to Michael Gutierrez. We got a lot of people hanging out today, you guys. I know. I wish I pressed the button last night, but I didn't press it. Joe goes, Jess, it's a little rusty. Let me make sure. And I'm like, nah, Joe, I got it. Nope. Didn't press record. Didn't press go to YouTube. Nothing. Nothing. I, I think it was just meant to be just in the moment and not preserved. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. I think so. It was it was weird. It was not weird, but it was difficult to go through, I think, and just like kind of be very public about it. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. But mm-hmm. I know we were talking a little bit and you said, you know, you wanted to share your experience with law. Yeah. yeah. Um it was so relatable what you were talking about. And for me, um, I feel like I had three parents, honestly, because my grandmother lived with us my whole life when I was growing up. And I was with her most of the time. My parents were working and she was who was around and caring for me. And when she was in her 80s, so she had a long life, um, but that doesn't seem to be any consolation really but it people does, say that it does, you know it doesn't right it's like does that make it any it doesn't make it any easier it just means you like they've kind of always been there so it's so hard mm-hmm. regardless i mean it's don't get me wrong at the whole other level of of tragedy when someone that's quote unquote young goes early but it, you know I personally didn't feel um, like her having an 87-year-old and an 87-year-long life didn't make me feel any better when she left. I still felt like the person I loved the most left the earth, you know. But I sat bedside with her for three weeks, and it was so harrowing and so emotional for me to watch, you know, her move towards the other side you could feel like the life force slowly leaving her and i mean 
I literally lost like 15 pounds and handfuls of hair and I was getting nosebleeds a few times. It was just, it was so stressful. I can't even tell you. It took a lot out of you. Yeah. Yeah. It really, really did. And when she, when she passed, she had a a room full of uh, family with her and her triplet brother and his wife was in the room, which was so beautiful that he could be there with her and and really ooh, emotional. Um, but I thought it was so profound that the the person that because their third triplet had passed away when she was just five from scarlet oh, fever. Wow. But her um, brother and her had, you know, lived into adulthood and had children and grandchildren and um, even great grandchildren. And he got to be with her when she took her last breath and he came into the world with her. And I thought that was just so friggin' profound and beautiful, like exquisite, you know? Yes. And when it was all said and done, um, one of her nephews, my, so I guess like my mother's first cousin, um, was like, let me walk out to the garage with you because we're in the hospital, you know? And I'm walking out. And we get to the car and he stops me and he said, are, are you okay? Like, are you okay to, like, to drive? Like, you're just going to get in your car and drive home? Like, are you all right? And I looked at him and I just said, no, I'm not all right. And I feel like the earth should open up in front of me and swallow me up. Like, that's what I feel like. Like, I could palpably feel the difference in how reality and the earth realm felt with her measurable absence like that's what it felt like like i could feel like a and she was not here anymore it was so strange but in that moment i realized like i'm gonna get in the car i'm gonna drive to my parents house i'm gonna tell them what happened and because they weren't there which is a whole other story um, and I went home and I slept for like 18 hours or something. And you just wake up and one breath at a time, like for years, people would, cause I got a memorial tattoo for her. That That's really nice. felt That's nice. That felt like the right thing, you know, to like commemorate. I have a bunch of memorial tattoos now. It just feels really good to do that. It's like a closure and a tribute and like something that they're not really gone it's like their their memory is memorialized on my body you know it's like that's how much i want to love and show you the love you know um but people will ask me about the tattoos they're on my wrist there's two different ones and people will say what do those tattoos mean what's that about and i would get emotional every time that someone would ask me about them and I would be like, they're from my grandmother, <clears throat> you know, Aww. and start to yeah, like, like, get all <laughs> choked up and weepy about yeah. it. Um, but yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't long after she passed, it was three or four days after I went back to my home because I don't live, I didn't live at the time where my folks were. And I was laying on my bed in my little cottage with my cat, just like, what? the heck have I been through in the past? It was a full month of 
you know, experience with that. And um, I felt her come in the house, my grandmother. She came in through a portal in the ceiling in the living room. Like I was in my bedroom, but I could like astrally see. And it was like a ring of golden light above the living room. And she just descended into it. And I heard her little feet go pump, pump, like pat, pat. And I saw her with my my psychic eye walking around my little cottage. And um, she was saying, this is nice. And I I felt her and saw her and heard her. It was so real. And so um, there were so many senses involved. I It was just overloaded. I was like, Graham, I'm not ready to think of you as a ghost. Like, this is too much, you know? And I just started sobbing my eyes out. And um, my cat was like, looking around like, what? And um, she went out the back door. And she didn't visit me again. but she's spoken through my friends and colleagues that are mediums several times and it's been really assuring that she's around and I mean they've shared things that there's no way that they could have known like one of the times that someone said what are those um tattoos about I was talking to this person and I just started to get upset and I said oh my god I can't believe it's like five years and I'm still choking up talking about my Grammy passing you know and I said she used to she used to be around me all the time but I haven't heard from her in a long time I don't know if she's still around me you know that night one of my friends who's a gifted medium I hadn't heard from her in months she texts me she says hey can I call you I said yeah of course and she called and she said um your grandmother came to me and she wants you to know that she's still around you. Oh. Yeah. And I thought, okay, she hears me still. She's still around. And that sort of thing happened and was happening all the time, especially when the first few years after she passed, like she wasn't going anywhere and she wanted me to know that she still was watching over me. I love Thanks, that. Graham. You- Thanks, Grammy. Thanks, Grammy. <laughs> And it's Thanks. it's so beautiful, right? It's it's comforting, right? Because I had a similar I had an experience with you. We were just chatting the other day and you're like, I can I can see your mom and you just kind of telling me that and you saying things like we're friends, but you don't know like details about my mom's house. You don't know like details about like anything that she does. So when you were saying those things, I was like, No, that's that's mom, you know, that's mom and you know, because I was feeling very similar because at first when my mom passed back in June, I was seeing her in dreams and I felt her more. But as time has gone on, I don't know if it's like because I'm so sad that I'm just not able to see her. You know what I mean? It can be but difficult I- even as a as a medium or a clairvoyant to like see your loved ones because there's such so emotion and, you know, that, that's why we have community and we have each other in those times for me it's true yeah no, yeah i mean I, I feel like me too night stalker says wow that's amazing and uh no and i want to thank you for you know sharing that story because i think you know it's good that we do share these stories because 
you know, it's comforting. It's, mm -hmm. and it's not easy. And I think people, you know, it's, they think it's something that, you know, if you don't, you know, they're like, oh, you can get over it. Just get over it. Just move on, move forward, you know, um, just keep going. But no, it just, it's that whole, it comes in waves. Some days you're okay. Some days you're not. And it, and it just keep, you know, and it's like, as you move forward, you learn to heal a little bit. Right. But it still hurts and you're still sad and you still miss them. Mm -hmm. And there's lots of different tools that we can utilize to unstick grief in ourselves, you know, like EMDR and the what tapping, EF, EFT tapping and, and, you know, consulting a medium different things that you know to get confirmation to get closure to um move energy through your body i mean there's there's ways if you if if you or other people out there feel stuck in your grief process there's things that you can do to help yourself and you don't have to stay there forever i mean like we were talking earlier today and then how you had said last night i mean the sadness and the loss is there and it's not like you're just going to wake up and not miss your mom or not be sad that she did that she, you know, it's just, yeah, it sure. is, you have to live with it, but yeah. you can, but, but you're still here. You're still in your body in the physical earth plane and you have work to do and you have a life to live and you have passions and dreams to pursue. And it's, it's not healthy to, you know, past a certain point and there's no time timing that's like, set for everyone everyone has their own process but you know in your heart like i'm stuck it's like i'm not moving forward i'm not healing i'm not where i need to be it's like when you're ready you know and either you can get up on your own or sometimes we have to reach out and get support and there's no shame in that no not at all no shame at all it's it's hard it's not easy and i think you know um Okay, we've got like got some comments and questions. This is I guess this is kind of a okay, I guess I'll I'll put this one from Steph to you, Navier. It's kind of it says uh real quick before the break, she says, What does it mean when you don't smoke and have a house that's smoke free? But why would I smell cigarettes? You think what do you think about it, that? It could be a spirit. Oftentimes, honestly, I'll leave um offerings for my ancestors mm -hmm, and I'll, mm -hmm. I'll give them tobacco and especially on Samhain slash Halloween I'll leave tobacco or cigars out for them and after I'll place the offering I'll walk in my house and no one here smokes tobacco here um, and I'll within a few minutes I'll smell it and it's like it's on like it's lit and I just left it unlit so I feel oh, like that could, yeah, it could be like a spirit. Um, Claire Alliance is the um, scent, the Claire scent. All the, you know, so all the Claire's, all the. You go, you got to go over all the Claire's now. Right. All the, <laughs> all the physical senses have a Claire counterpart. So Claire audience is um, psychic hearing, clairvoyance is clear seeing and so forth. And Claire audience is the scent um so yeah but some people call it clear sniffiance because clear sniffiance <laughs> that makes more sense 
for it to be called that. Um, but yeah, it, it could be that there is a spirit that either wants a tobacco offering or smoked in life. And mm-hmm. is, you're picking up on that like residual memory or maybe there is a spirit there. Yeah, thank you for the question, Steph. I'm going to read this uh, comment real quick from Mike Michael Gutierrez. He said, my girlfriend's grandmother passed away at the end of last month. Last night, I heard heavy footsteps and I saw a shadow that looked like her. And today, her aunt brought over some ashes. Isn't that fun? <laughs> Not fun, but interesting. Like he saw yeah. her, and then the next day, the aunt brought over the ashes. Fun was totally the wrong word, Jess. <sighs> interesting. Yeah, yeah. And it was. That does sound interesting. But, um, yeah. How, how cool that there was a visitation, though. Yeah. No, I, I, I love hearing things like that. Um, you know, it just kind of makes you say, like, wow, there is more. And yeah, we do. There. I think that's something we're always kind of wanting to search for too, is to like, know, know that there's an afterlife and know that our loved ones and our ancestors live on. It really feels like it's just in the next room. Like when I do my mediumship readings for folks, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, I recently had um, a client of mine whose um, loved one passed. I don't want to, share too much of her pri- private information but oh, she had course, a loved one course. she had a loved one that passed and um recently like within the week of the session and we're just talking and all of a sudden it was like that thermal imaging this week at macy's find your new favorite jeans with 40 percent off levi's looks for him and her just in time for spring Or use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra 15% off handbags and wallets, already 40 to 50% off. And take an extra 10% off great furniture and mattress deals, too. Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. I never really thought about tools until I bought a house in the suburbs. It's like this weird homeowner test if I need a tool for a project and don't have it. And my neighbor Ted loves to give me that look when I ask to borrow a pole saw. A year ago, I didn't even know pole saws existed. And now I gotta borrow one from Ted? What is happening? Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Filter. Yeah, like the Predator. Yeah. Um... I don't know like the how, predator, but it, it's like he's in um, like heat vision. Okay, like, it was kind is of that like what that. You mean? Well, like it's, heat vision. The way I saw it was like this person was in a doorway. It was like a human shaped outline that was dark mm-hmm. blue, like a royal blue, and then there was a layer of like green, a layer of yellow, and then a layer of red. And they were in this like doorway, and I saw them like they're. Um, image got bigger like it was moving towards us or me and i started to get physical sensations about like in my body and i was describing what i was seeing and what i was feeling and it was matching up how this person passed away and i didn't yeah i didn't know anything about this this person that had passed nothing and it was 
it was really um, a good confirmation to her that this was who I was talking to because I had no way of knowing anything about her dearly departed, you know? Um, yeah. And, I mean, I've been doing this a long time. I had two near-death experiences when I was four and left my body and saw my body, you know, drowning and oh had gosh. communication with the spirit or high self, whatever it was, talking to me. So I feel like as long as I can remember, I've known that I'm more than just this body. But even with that experience and the spirit communications and all this, I still have this resistance to like believe 100%. Like my hair still blows back when I have, like my job is never boring. I'm always, it's like I'm having the, oh my gosh, experience with the client because, you know, it's still this like wonderment that comes through like, oh wow, this is magical. This is, you know, and I'm having the experience. So that's why I, I never fault skeptics because I'm skeptical. Even if it wasn't my own experience, I wouldn't believe it myself. I, I, and I feel exactly the same as you. Like if I don't, if I didn't experience, and I'm pretty skeptical about it. But I, but it's like when you do have these experiences, you're like, no, this is real. I know this is real. This happened to me. Yes. Can you believe I, your own eyes? Can you believe your own ears? Can you believe all these synchronicities that are lining up to show you that there is more than just this? meat suit and right yeah there is <laughs> so we are on uh, we got to take our first break here so everybody stay tuned if you guys are watching on youtube hang out here just for a few minutes you guys can tune into the fringe.fm and listen to the commercial break we will be right back with more with navier we're going to continue the conversation and uh, get a little deeper so stay tuned ladies and gentlemen we'll be right back all right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back live on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, the Fringe FM. This is the Jess Rogi Show. I'm Jess Rogi, and joining me tonight is my good friend, Navier Alora. Navier, I do have a question in the chat room. I'm not sure if you want to take it before we what's, get... Uh, what's the question? The question is from Steph. I don't know if you remember earlier, she was asking about the tobacco smell. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she she was asking if it's an evil like like is it possible like it's an evil spirit? What if it's not an ancestor? What if they are dark and want to harm you? I don't really know. I mean, hmm. there's a lot of variables, and I'd have to do further research and investigation, or you know, have someone else do that. I yeah. really can't. I can't answer just with the information that she's giving me it's a deeper question but i mean i guess anything is possible yes yes no thank you thank you and thank you for the question steph so i figured we should get a little bit into the 13 sign astrology what we've been talking about um what we were going to talk about tonight yes what do you so, want to know i want to know well what is it can you tell me what it is and because, you know, I have a very basic, basic, like, Jess's understanding of astrology is very, um, I don't know, I'm kind of a lay person. I kind of know some stuff, but I don't know a lot. So I 
want to know the like what is this 13 sign astrology what does that mean like towards what regular astrology is okay maybe the way that i can describe it is by asking you a question so okay so you were always told that you were a scorpio right yes Mm -hmm. and what did you think denoted that like what made you in the scorpio sun sign like why why because i was born at a certain time when the sky was aligned in a certain way okay that's what i thought too and that the planetary bodies affect us here on earth so there's like a pull or a in, an influence of some sort because of the sun being in the sign of scorpio the constellation of scorpio when you were born right yes that's what i thought too i thought that that because i was born in mid-july the sun was in the sign or the constellation i should say of cancer and therefore i had all of these cancer attributes because the sun being in the side of cancer sort of pulled on and you know kind of co-created me right and along with the other details of my chart so same with you thinking that you're um you're a scorpio because the sun was in the sign of the constellation of scorpio when you were born but right around the beginning of 2020 i downloaded a star app a sky app for free like a stellarium or whatever it's called just a totally free app that when you open it up and point it at different places around you it'll show you the sun's over here the moon's over here it's super fun and i kept hearing from my um meditations with my ancestors they would say look up at the sky so that's what i did i got this sky app and i started to look at the sky i wasn't sure what they were getting at you know and i follow a lot of you know western tropical astrology is what we in the west are all privy to that's what um that's the dates that we use this is the system is tropical astrology and i've been into that since i was a little kid i remember everyone's sun sign when i was in grammar school i can tell you what everyone was i don't know why i have a mind for stuff like that and i was always interested in it and i had a my first cousin diane shout out to her in the spirit world she was an old school astrologer like doing the geometry and everything by hand before computers in the 70s right oh my gosh can you imagine no because i have dyscalculia and i can (laughs) no i cannot but she was she was gifted and she also read cards and was into crystals and stuff and we're very we're very similar um and i didn't know her most of my life but it's a whole other story anyway um but growing up i would do things and my mom would say your cousin diane said you were going to be like that or your cousin diane also is like this and she kind of like related astrology to me through that and Mm. i just was always interested in it i went and took um, community college courses when I was in high school like I just was so interested in the esoteric and 
and astrology in particular. So I'm very familiar with Western tropical astrology, and I thought that it meant it was aligned with the sky, that I was a cancer and had these qualities because when I was born, the sun was in cancer, the sign of cancer, the, the constellation of cancer. But once I got this sky app, I realized it wasn't lined up. The sky doesn't match tropical astrology. And I felt so confused because everyone would say, um, you know, it's Leo sun, time for the Leo sun right now, right? And I yeah. would look in my sky app and I would see that the sun was actually in cancer. And I would like, what is going on? And that's when I discovered that in the year zero AD, ish that's when these charts were made and they kind of lined up to the seasons at that time you know that the um spring equinox happens at aries right yeah but it it doesn't anymore everything has moved everything has shifted it's not lined up with the seasons um like people think that halloween time is scorpio season yes it's not. The <gasps> sun is not in the sign of Scorpio at the time of Halloween. It's in Virgo. It's, what's in Virgo? It's in Virgo. And for pagans and witches, this is really interesting because think of the Halloween or Scorpio um, vibe of Halloween, and it's actually Virgo. Virgo has a whole new component to it. It's like the dark feminine, dark maiden, dark earth energy. It's not Scorpio. Virgo in the actual sky, or astronomically speaking, the sun is in Virgo from September 15th until November 3rd. So it embraces, encompasses the Halloween season, the Halloween time. Full time. This whole time I thought it was this whole time I thought it was in Scorpio. I did too. That's what that's what the official tropical astrology narrative is. And it's a system, but it's based on charts and seasonal astrology. It's not based on what's going on in the sky. So that's cool if you want to follow that. If if you People are very attached to their tropical astrology charts and signs and identities. Like, holy moly, people are really attached to it. And I was too. I was like, wait, I'm not a Cancer. I'm not a mermaid. I'm not a moon maiden. What? What are you talking? <laughs> like, no, I am, you know? And yeah. it, it was a long process. It was several months of, like, putting it all down. And then picking it back up again and going, okay, so I'm really a Gemini. And detach from my residual self-image as a Cancerian. And I started to really just look at it with a neutral lens. And, oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with symmetry. I have a podcast. I want to be on other people's podcasts and enjoy it so much. I'm a clairvoyant and a medium. That's like... You can't get more mercurial than that. <laughs> and Mercury is the messenger god that goes between 
Jeans. This week at Macy's, find your new favorite jeans with 40% off Levi's looks for him and her just in time for spring. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra 15% off handbags and wallets already 40 to 50% off. And take an extra 10% off great furniture and mattress deals too. Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. I never really thought about tools until I bought a house in the suburbs. It's like this weird homeowner test if I need a tool for a project and don't have it. And my neighbor Ted loves to give me that look when I ask to borrow a pole saw. A year ago, I didn't even know pole saws existed. And now I gotta borrow one from Ted? What is happening? Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. The heavenly realms and the earth realm. Yes. And I'm obsessed with, like, twos, like Raggedy Ann and Andy, and I have to have, you know, something on either side all the time. It's really interesting how kind of detaching, looking at it from a different lens, it's actually like a truer form of who I am. So I'm not saying that tropical astrology is wrong. It's just not what I thought it was. And I kind of want to bring it to the surface for other people who maybe thought like I did. And I'm at this point in my life, I'm more interested in like an astronomical astrology, like more aligned with what the actual sky is doing and what the planetary bodies are doing in real time versus the seasonal tropical astrology. But I just don't think that most folks realize that that's what the system is. No, they don't. And Sean says, so the charts are outdated. That makes sense. It's been 2,000 years. Yeah, it's it's a little over 2,000 years since they were, um, you know, sketched out or whatever. And it's an intricate system. And that's why we've probably kept them for so long, because the people that originated these charts were mathematicians and astronomers. And I mean, it's a tremendous Think about, like you said, think about doing it without computers. Think about doing it without charts to start from. I mean, it's a big ordeal. And yeah, but we're at this place now where we can look up at the sky with our sky apps. We can, you know, do astronomical astrology with the tech that we have modern day. So the choice is yours if you're interested in, in learning more about what your true sidereal or 13, sky, 13 sign um, chart is about. For me, it was a deeper, a deeper layer of who I was was revealed to me once I looked at my 13 sign chart. And it's, it, I call it 13 sign astrology. Other folks call it 13 sign astrology because there's a 13th sign that like the uh, Western tropical zodiac only has, thir- only has 12 sun signs, which means a sun sign is when the sun is traveling through the constellations, that elliptic orbit of the sun through the signs makes the zodiac. But now there's a 13th sign that the sun travels through, and it's just ignored by a lot of systems. But the sun is traveling through it, and it's just absorbed. They just 
like extend the Scorpio season and they extend the Sagittarius season to embrace it, to encompass that that window. And it's not very long. It's from December 7th to December 18th is technically the Ophiuchus sun sign. And if you're born December 7th through 18th, then your sun sign is Ophiuchus. I think we have an Ophiuchus in the Discord chat. Night Stalker says, I'm pretty sure I'm a, an, op, an Ophiuchus. Ophiuchus. Ophiuchus, yeah. not Sagittarius. He always thought he was. Ophiuchus is way cool. If you're a sun sign, Ophiuchus, kick an ass, man. Yeah, I can tell you a little bit about what the Ophiuchus energy is. Yes, um, can you please? Yeah, so November 23rd to December 6th is the true sidereal dates for Scorpio sun sign. And then the Ophiuchus is December 7th through the 18th. And then Sagittarius is December 19th through January 19th. These are the updated dates of more realistic. I mean, there's room for error, I'm sure. But basically, that's when the sun is traveling through these constellations. And those three signs are like the gatekeepers of our galactic center. So those three signs are very important and very significant. And for me, they kind of do this like, this dance together. So Scorpio, right, has different levels of vibration. Some folks say the scorpion is like kind of like the um, heaviest or like leadened um, version of itself. And then there's the eagle and the phoenix, right? And a lot of signs talk about these like different kind of ascending layers of, um, you know, being more evolved, et cetera. But they all have their purpose. So the Scorpio everyone thinks of the scorpion and the poison, right? Yes. What the scorpion stings and gives its poison to, Ophiuchus is the serpent bearer. So, and I sent a, a graphic that... Oh, yeah, let me, let me put that up. Um, in the different chats, maybe folks can see it and in the replay. Really? But um, So it looks kind of like an upside-down U, or a U, I guess, and then there's a, a squiggly line that's the serpent. It's the serpent handler or the serpent bearer, and this is what Ophiuchus is. And it transmutes the poison from Scorpio and Very makes it makes it medicine for us. And just all the all the witchy, magical, pagan folks out there that, and people who are into mythology, think about Medusa. Mm-hmm. Think about all of the serpent deities and mythology out there. This is what Ophiuchus is referring to, like the serpent energy, Shakti, Kundalini energy. It's the animating life force in our world, in our galaxy, and it's hidden from us. Keeping Ophiuchus out of the picture, I don't feel like is doing humanity any service because we need to access our medicine. We need to understand that poison can be transmuted into something assimilable, into something um, that's power. And I mean, yeah. And then Sagittarius takes it to a whole other level with kind of like philosophy and higher ideals and um, 
spiritual pursuits and wandering, wanderlust for the sake of learning, growing, evolving, sharing. Um, so Ophiuchus is, it's my moon sign. I always thought it was Sagittarius, but it's moon sign. And it's right in the middle of the galactic center. It's like lining up with the black hole. So isn't that nuts that they just kind of did you like they they kind of overlooked it or removed it and because of the because of the procession and the movement of everything it's like maybe at the time when they made those charts the sun wasn't going through Ophiuchus but it is now and you can oh. see it's a it's a really short um what is it like 12 days or something 11 days or something like that it's not a very long cycle it's it passes short. through quickly yeah but it's potent and it shouldn't be overlooked in my opinion and um it gives us an opportunity to access and claim our shakti which is the um, counterpart of lord shiva and i lived at a um ashanga yoga center for a year and they always talked about how shiva and shakti like come together that they're just kind of like shiva shakti like they don't even really have a separation and shiva is the creator of the universe and also the destroyer like he's the shiva nataraj that yes. dances um nataraj dances the, the universe into existence and then shakti sort of like animates it all it's like gives it life force gives it the dance like she is kind of the dance, um, yeah. So it it just feels like it's something that we really need to address. And I'm doing my part without pissing everybody off, hopefully, um, to to look at it and to realize that there's a 13th sign, and the moon travels through I think 22 signs at this point. Um, so anyone who's an app maker that wants to contact me, I would love to get together <laughs> um call me we'll talk um but yeah there's really not an easy way to just like i told a lot of people about this and they're like well how do i how do i like keep up to date with it because there's so many easy ways for folks to access tropical astrology now but there's not oh, yeah. a lot for the true sidereal or the 13 sign astrology and when i first started um, getting into different systems of astrology because I've studied a, a bunch of different ones. I sort of glossed over sidereal because I just associated it with Vedic, which is I learned on a wheel chart and Vedic is a square and they use a lot of um, Sanskrit terms that sort of like I got lost with it. Um, Mm -hmm. And I just sort of put it on the back burner like this is too complicated and too much out of my comfort zone to really click with it. But then when I discovered the true sidereal and it was it's it's sidereal, but it's done in a wheel chart like we're familiar with in the tropical system. And it uses more of a realistic um, house size. So a lot of tropical um, astrologers will use like an equal 30 degree house. So all the like Aries is 30 degrees, Taurus is 30 degrees, Gemini is 30 degrees. Well, I just told you Ophiuchus was like 12, 11, 12 days. And Virgo is like two and a half months that the sun is in that sign. So you really shouldn't make 
the house is the same size because the sun is travel or the constellation size is different. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't yeah. really match. It yeah, doesn't so, match. Yeah. So that's been adjusted in the true sidereal too. So, but it is a so, it's a work in progress for sure. It just makes me think. Then, so what? I or what I I've, I've seen in my chart before then would be very shifted with the house site with the house because of the changing of the house sizes, and. Um, you know, the addition of the the 13th sign. So does it just, like, change your whole, like, astrology chart? Mm, pretty much, yep. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. I mean, everything in mine is, has shifted. The, the planets are in the relatively same position. You know, like, the, the chart will look the same, but what's shifted is the signs around it. Oh, you know what? You did share with me a photo of a chart. I can put that in the Discord for everybody if they don't know what a chart looks like yet. Is that why you sent me that? I'm not sure where you sent me the Yeah, the just chart to show one. because yeah, it includes Ophiuchus and it's the chart okay. oh, of, awesome. I think it was today. Send it. Okay, so this is going in Discord. And if I can figure out how to do this, we're going to share this on YouTube as well. And Basically, we're on a break. We're right up against a break here. So we will be back with more with Navier here. We're talking about 13 sign astrology, sidereal astrology. This week at Macy's, find your new favorite jeans with 40% off Levi's looks for him and her just in time for spring. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra 15% off handbags and wallets already 40 to 50% off. And take an extra 10% off great furniture and mattress deals too. Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Wendy's 2 for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items. Like... Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs. Medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken with a Dave Single. Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. If you're into that. Chicken Sam. Crispy nugs. Crispy nugs. Strawberry lemonade. Dave's. Dave's. Nugs. Nugs. Sam. Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary. U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. Um... So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back. This is the Jess Rogie Show, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. Down. I want to thank everybody so much for joining us tonight. I want to give a shout-out to my friend who's listening out there, Blurp the Alien. Welcome back, everyone. Navier, are you there? I'm there, and... Glurp the alien just actually followed me on Instagram today. Oh, Glurp is my good friend. He is uh, the alien of UFO Jane. Yes, <laughs> I know. I remember. I got a little flutter. I was like, Glurp follows me. Yay. I know. It's so cool, right? Glurp sent yeah. me a message. He's listening, so I just want to send him some love out there tonight. What's up, Glurp? And I want to say real quick, I don't know if you can see this, but David Gosling's little, like, avatar is like this cute little teddy bear with a mustache on it. And I'm kind of, like, thinking it's adorable. Oh. <laughs> That's so All cute. right. Uh, it's so cute. We got 
everybody in the chat, thank you guys so much for hanging out. We are talking about this 13 sign astrology. And uh, if you guys are hanging out in the chat, I also have it here. I'm going to add it to the stream on YouTube so you guys can take a look at the, the chart there. And it's also in the Discord for you guys to check out. So you could see, do you want to talk about it a little bit? And I can kind of point. Yeah, I was going to say, if you wanted to post the true sidereal dates that I sent you. Oh, yes. yes hold on. I wanted to, for folks who are listening and not in the Discord or YouTube chat, I wanted to read the true sidereal dates. You think that's okay? Let me see. Yeah, yeah. Let me see here. Okay, there's, wait, I have two different ones. Let me see what, are they the same? Are they the same? Hold on. Did I download it twice? I might have downloaded Maybe. it twice. Okay. So let me add that there really quick. It would be cool to hear where everyone's sun sign falls. Yeah. If, if they, because you if think they switch signs or not. Some folks might be the same. Like you're still cusp. I'm still the cusp, right? When you said I was like, Yes, I'm still the <laughs> same. Yes. <laughs> okay, just made let me it. take Take that's this it. You got it. Can you guys that's see right. that? Let me that's drop right this. Topic. Let me drop it in the um, Discord chat for everybody too. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. You can take a look there. This is this. Uh oh, is it still there or no? No. Nope. I don't see it in YouTube. Hold on, hold on here. Maybe I'm not in YouTube. No, there we go. Hold on, hold on, hold on, guys. Technical we difficulties. We are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Please stand by. Oh, no, by. that's the wrong please one. Please stand that's by. Wrong. One moment, please. Oh, no, where'd it go? Okay. Well, hold on, ladies and gentlemen. I'm trying to open this. It's, uh, where did it go? Nothing is smooth with opening, like, with doing a share screen ever. Universe, let it be easy. Okay, here great. we go. Boom. There it is. Nice. Okay. Okay, here okay. we go. Let's talk True about it. True sidereal dates. So this is where your sun sign is in this system. It might be different from the tropical that we're all familiar with in the West. So Aries is April 21st through May 12th. Taurus is May 13th through June 19th. Gemini, June 20th to July 16th. Cancer, July 17th to August 6th. Leo, August 7th September 14th. Virgo, September 15th through November 3rd. Libra, November 4th through November 22nd. Scorpio, November 23rd through December 6th. Ophiuchus, December 7th through December 18th. Sagittarius, December 19th through January 19th. Capricorn, January 20th through February 13th, Aquarius, February 14th through March 9th, and Pisces, March 10th through April 20th. Pisces is huge also, and Virgo, they're both enormous. And I just wanted to say, a lot of people don't know about Ophiuchus, and it's the serpent handler, that's the glyph of it, and it's considered to be the forgotten sign and it's literally a, depicted as a being, a person, a human, holding a serpent or serpents. And it's considered the healer archetype of the zodiac, the mystic 
the medicine person of the zodiac and it represents what is hidden and occult and it's the keeper of mystery and esoteric knowledge and it really is that shakti life force energy and i just want to bring it above out of out of the um closet <laughs> i want to come out of the <laughs> serpent closet and i think we as a collective really need to understand where Ophiuchus is in our chart and how we can access it and what it is because it's like we don't even know like that part of us because all of the um, zodiac signs have like an archetype you know like cancer is the mother of the zodiac and you know there's different um sort of like qualities or roles that these zodiac signs have been given and they're qualities that we all have within us like where's your leader show up as a leo you know that kind of thing so we don't get an archetype of a medicine person as a mystic as a occult knowledge you know mm-hmm. priestess what yes we do that's in there like bring it above board and let us access it let us understand how it moves through our chart and through ourselves and through our experience like it's time that's no, and saying. it's good, and I and I'm glad that you're bringing it, you know, bringing it attention because I didn't really like I heard of it, but I didn't know any of the qualities that it had, and I didn't realize too that, you know, each part of the zodiac has a part of us as well, so we are mm-hmm. missing this whole part. Yeah, it's also DNA. It's the double helix. It's very serpent-like. It's nuts because it's like if they tick out thirteen. Like, is it? Do you think it's because they think 13, like, people think 13 is a bad number? Um, I mean, I know there's a lot of sort of um, stigma around it that people think it's unlucky, but it's a goddess number and it's an occult number. And, I mean, it could be as basic as, like, the sun just wasn't traveling through Ophiuchus at that time, so it got disregarded because it wasn't, it, it really wasn't, you know, in the trajectory um, but also it could be that a, a pie gets easily divided 12 ways versus 13 ways. They're like, it man, could, we'll just it, get rid of that one. It's it could tiny. be as, <laughs> as basic as that. But it doesn't I, fit on the circle. <laughs> I really think that the sun has only been traveling through it in more of a modern day. But, yeah. So, you know, so adding this does it change because you know we talked a little bit about um before earlier today we're talking about the age of aquarius and um how that means it shifted um if this is all oh boy i don't know explain it how the time how all the time is shifted this is a whole can of worms or as my friend used to say a whole can of worm whole other can of worm (laughs) because (laughs) there is a lot of bantering about that we're entering the age of Aquarius, that we are, um, you know, in this new age, entering a new earth, entering a new dimension. There's a lot of that. And I'm not saying that it's not happening, but I'm saying that based on what's happening in the actual sky, in the astronomical astrology 
um, we are nowhere near the age of Aquarius. We have another 750 years-ish, give, that give would or be, take. Yeah, like, that would be uh, way off then. Way off. So I'm not saying that there's not shifts happening, but I'm saying that they're not, you can't chalk them up to the age of Aquarius if you're being realistic with what this, the planets and everything is doing um, in real time. So what denotes an age is yes, because I, you know, like, well, what constitutes the age of Aquarius? What constitutes an age? It's when the sun is in the constellation during the time of the spring equinox. So March, late March, right? Because it's not even the 21st or 23rd. It's more like 29th now. Um, even though we we're kind of celebrating it around that time, it's, everything's a little bit um, off, but ish, right? Off. Like yeah. late, <laughs> late March-ish. Um, we think of it as like Aries season. Um, yes. But it's not anymore. And when the when the shift of the ages happens it's going to be 2770 we're oh. we're we're not we're not in the age of aquarius we're in the age of pisces for another 750 years and what you think of as piscean energy traits of of Pisces is like delusion, illusion, being ungrounded, and it's the um, two fish kind of swimming in different directions, so it can feel unbalanced. This is all kind of like, I don't want to say all Pisces are this way, or this is all Pisces, but this is kind of like what I'm seeing happening right now, like mm -hmm. the escalating of um, these narratives that are kind of like taking us out of. Mm. So, okay, I'm just going to say it. I hear hey. a lot of like 5D talk and, yeah. it, and new earth talk, and it feels like rapture 2.0. And mm -hmm. if people are lumping it in with, this is happening because it's the age of Aquarius dawn, then that's not happening either. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's happening, it's not because it's the age of Aquarius. So do, you might think be... do you think we are? Do you think, do you feel or think we are moving into 5D? Or do you think that's just part of that? It, it is attached to that age of Aquarius thing. It feels kind of like this Piscean fog bank mm. when I tap into it it feels like I don't really understand what what moving into 5d is I don't really understand it it doesn't feel like it's my reality mm. and I know some like new age folks would be like that's because you're going to stay on the crap timeline and we're all going to ascend into the higher positive timeline and I hear that you know maybe <laughs> Maybe that's maybe that's I'm supposed to be here and everyone else gets to leave and I suck. I don't know. 
Um, but it is kind of like high vibe only, and the negative vibe doesn't get to it gets to stay in 3D. And it feels like um, that Kirk Cameron movie where Left Behind. That's what I feel. <gasps> I see. I think I've seen that one. I think I've seen that one. <laughs> you know, like is that what is that what we're doing? And it feels like we're not we're not paying attention to our um, our shadow work with with that sort of attitude or game plan i think now, it's important to like understand that because just what you just went through with your yeah. mom is mm-hmm. big freaking shadow work ah. like you dove deep into your grief sorrow loss pain anger blah da 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 despair and came out clean and are coming out clean like yes because like would a person only focus on the positive given herself the time that she really needed instead of just being like oh well i'm just be positive and just like she's in a better place and just move on with my life and like da, 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 da. like i've seen people do that and i'm like yeah. are are you really like feeling what you need to feel are you really processing it or are you just disassociating from it and refusing to feel what doesn't feel you know happy or blissful it's it's raw it's deep it's real and yeah. i think that's part of like you know um putting a fucus in the closet too it's like this is our and i'm not just saying women but it's it's feminine energy and it's life force energy and it's like dark feminine energy but that's within all genders right i'm not saying that yes. only embodied physical women can experience ophicus no but it's like all of us are kind of um not allowed in in this um we haven't been allowed to like rise up into it and claim it and it's time to do that now and i feel like there's a lot of um denial of those forces within ourselves and within the planet and that's why i really want to share about the 13 sign astrology and encourage folks to to see what their chart really looks like and and also to raise awareness around the Piscean age lasting another 750 years. we got a long time to go. we got we a long time to go on that. Night Stalker says, exactly, Navier, their alien rapture. Ha ha. Yeah, it feels like the alien rapture. <laughs> That's, thank you, Night Stalker. 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 I can't Stalker. say it right. Stalker. 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 Not Stalker. <laughs> Stalker. He's, he's awesome. Yeah. Love Night Stalker. Piscean age, Pisces is a mutable water sign, and Aquarius is a fixed air sign. Very different vibe. Different vibe and a different, like, very different vibe, different energy. So, it, I mean, we're 700, if we're, you know, we're 700 years off. That's quite a bit. That's quite a bit. We have a lot, a lot of time. We're not, we're not even going to be here. No. When that, when that happens. So 750 years ish, maybe 748 now. It's a lot. It's a lot. So we're not going to experience it, but I guess we'll, so we have to embrace the Pisces. 
Um, Rivers says, it's okay, Navier. I'll stay here with you. Oh, I know. <laughs> Just us and our cats. <laughs> yeah. And so I had mentioned before that I lived with, um, lived in a community that was yeah. a classical Ashtanga community. And the, there was a guru. He didn't live on the property with us, but he was there often and lived close by with um, one of his devotees. And he would say when people would ask him about the Kali Yuga, which some some folks have like equated the, the Kali Yuga to like a the age of Pisces, you know, but it, the Yugas are much longer than the ages are about like, what, 2000 years or something. But um, to my knowledge, but he would when people would ask, are we almost out of the Kali Yuga? Like, are we in the age of Aquarius? Yes, that was kind of the vibe. Yeah. He was a renunciate monk and didn't speak. And he would write things on a little, like, whiteboard. And um, when someone would raise their hand and say, you know, Babaji, are we almost out of the Kali Yuga? Like, are we going to be here for the golden age of Aquarius and whatever? And he would just look at them and he'd just go, and like tick and then he would write on his board um i forget how he say it like the 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 yuga is a giant and we're in its left toe something like that like meaning so... like we're nowhere near the end of the yuga like it's a really long process like thousands of years and we just we're we're at where we're at and piscean energy can feel delusional and ungrounded and it needs to be um in the body like the from what i from what i've gotten is that it needs to be grounded in our body for for all of the good qualities of pisces to come to the surface and be able like eligible to be worked with you know so we have to be grounded so we don't fly out into the ethers too much you can go there but you're anchored you're tethered you know because sometimes piston energy is like addiction and dissociation and just kind of like like the the earth the earth realm is too much so they want to check out which i totally get you know and i feel like we're all there right now like there's so much going on it's just like an overwhelming bombardment of stimulus and information and next thing to to worry about you know kind of collectively it wasn't always like this you know it it wasn't but it's hard it's hard to like remember life before it was like this or it was like the news cycle wasn't so like bam 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 all this bad news all this crappy stuff happening and you You don't know know what to believe you don't know what to believe anymore it's um it's it's a I feel like it's a turbulent time. It's 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 a weird time. Yeah. And technology, exactly. I think, has just increased the rate at which all this stuff is happening. I know. Not to get like conspiratorial. I know. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I just felt the energy <laughs> more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should. Can I? Can I tell a story about mushrooms? <laughs> Please do a mushroom story. Please do. <laughs> so, so many people I've told this to. It's not even my story. It's like third hand, but I'm just going to okay. share it with the listeners because it's, we needed to like amp the energy up a little bit. Um, 
<laughs> and it's fun. So I had a friend um, who was home from college and was visiting his folks. And his like best friend and neighbor was also home for like Christmas break or whatever. And they had plans to hang out, go to this party, listen to music, whatever. And um, dinner, he was supposed to come at like 7, but dinner got on late. So the kid was pre-gaming before he arrived. <laughs> and, you know, he's grown up with my friend. They've known him. You know, they're, oh, come on in, so-and-so. Come here. You know, we're just sitting down to dinner. And this kid has, like, eaten a bunch of mushrooms. <laughs> and we're not talking shiitake. So <laughs> he sits down, and everyone's like, how's college? How's the video? How's the video? And everyone's, like, talking to him, and everything's kicking in. And he just looks at everyone, like, firing off these questions for him. And he just looks at them, and he goes, <laughs> he just makes this long <laughs> no words came and now if things feel overwhelming or people are talking and it doesn't make sense or whatever I'll just look at whoever and I'll say <laughs> so I invite you to use the power of that word or that expression because sometimes it's all you gotta do is just there's no words. There's no words. <laughs> There's no words. Night Stalker has a theory. He says when they killed Harambe, do you remember Harambe? Harambe? Mm -mm. He was a gorilla where a kid fell into the gorilla pit at a zoo, right? What? And the gorilla went to pick up the child, not hurt it, and then they shot it. Oh my gosh. So a lot of people say when that happened, things went to shit. Oh my gosh. When did that happen? When did that happen? And I guess I could look it up real quick. Um, but no, it's... it's I have I not think heard mushroom this. Mushrooms, right? Mushrooms. I feel like, you know, they show you... Sometimes they show you the truth. And that, that, that person, that kid was just like... Saying like that's that's the energy I feel. Fungus among us. <laughs> oh my gosh, David, that's horrible about the um the Harambe, right? Let me let me, let me see. Hold on. David Gosling says he used to meow a lot. Harambe. He used to meow a lot. Yeah. The gorilla meowed a lot, or David? No, no, David meowed. Oh, I meow all the time. I have four cats and. Well, that's how you guys communicate. I but right? even if I'm in the car alone, <laughs> I'll meow. <laughs> yeah, it's like actually calming. You know, like if I'm just driving by myself. Yeah, because I'm actually autistic. I found out because I do all these kinds of echolalia things. Echolalia, is, I want to call it. What does What does that mean? Echolalia. echolalia. It's um, actually like echolalia, but I pronounce it echolalia because I'm autistic and I want to say things this way. Um, echolalia is repeating um, like sounds or song lyrics or TikTok, you know, expressions or doing accents and we get dopamine from doing that. It's like a stim. If you're Interesting. familiar with a stim. Yeah. What is a stim? So most people think of autistic folks and they think of like a little a little child, usually a boy, 
leg leg crossed, sitting on the ground and like flapping his arms, watching like a spinning top or something. Kind of mm-hmm. think of that like old in old school like autistic image. Um, so the kid flapping his hands or flapping his arms, that flapping is a stim. And because autistic people are neurodivergent, we're not making our own dopamine in the same way that neurotypical people are. This week at Macy's, find your new favorite jeans with 40% off Levi's looks for him and her just in time for spring. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra 15% off handbags and wallets already 40 to 50% off. And take an extra 10% off great furniture and mattress deals too. Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Wendy's 2 for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items. Like... Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs. Medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken with a Dave Single. Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. If you're into that. Chicken Sam. Crispy nugs. Crispy nugs. Strawberry lemonade. Dave's. Dave's. Nugs. Nugs. Sam. Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's. On the card only. Single item at regular price. So we do stims like rocking or flapping or echolalia or different things, biting our lips or sucking on something or chewing on something. Um, it just sort of gives us or like looking at something that's glittery or sparkly. Um, yeah, all those things are considered stims and give us dopamine. So... I'll be in my car by myself and I'll imitate how all of my cats talk to me. Like Aww. so-and-so does this, so-and-so does that. And I think of them and I love them and I like making their sounds. <laughs> and that's my personal stim. Everyone has their own, you know, I have many different ones that I do, but most autistic folks have their own that they just find themselves doing and they, they shift and change. But let's yeah. talk a little bit more about that. After the break, I want to talk a little bit about, like, how you were able to recognize that you were neurodivergent and how that, like, has kind of changed things for you. Has it made things easier for you? Do you understand yourself a little better now, you know? Sure. Yeah. Awesome. So we will be back with more with Navier here. You're listening to the Jess Rogie Show here live on KTOK Digital Broadcasting, the Fringe FM. If you guys are on YouTube, stay tuned. We'll be back in about five minutes. We are live on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. I'm Jess Rogie. This is The Jess Rogie Show. But just to be clear, Night Stalker does say the Harambi is a joke, or more of a joke than a theory. Just letting you guys know. We got Navier here joining us tonight. We are talking about all kinds of stuff. Um... But I wanted to read a nice comment in the chat. Navier, can you hear me? I'm here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm listening. I wanted to read it from David Gosling. He said, um, wow, definitely going to follow the guest. I've learned more about myself than in years. And he was saying his computer kept cutting out tonight. Like, and it's never happened to him before. So there's a lot of energy going on tonight. Ooh, I feel it. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that, David. And we also have a thank you, David. 
Sylvain says, really interesting conversation, and I'm glad. So people are enjoying it. People Yay, are enjoying good. it. I'm really glad. Yeah. I'm happy to hear Thank that. Yes. No, I love it. So I wanted to ask you, because you, you know, I know you do you do a lot of posting on social media and you talk about this neurodivergency or neurodivergent. Can you explain to people what that is if they don't know? Yeah, it's this it's the spectrum of neurodivergency. So there is, and um, I'm not an authority on this, so I'll give you a ton of caveats right there, but mm -hmm. this is just what I can explain from my own experience and research and my own grasp of things is that there's considered in our society and humanity a neurotypical way of being, how we're wired, and a neurodivergent way of how we are and how we're wired. Um, that's like brain chemistry and it's like a, a really broad sort of term. And there's a lot that um, I think we're still learning about all this. Um, and autism and ADHD is lumped into this. So if someone says I'm neurodivergent, most likely they are on the autistic spectrum and may or may not have like splinter um, I don't want to say disabilities, but issues or whatever. Because I'm not even sure that autism is a disability. I don't feel disabled. I feel different than the mainstream. Mm -hmm. So, but um, yeah. So this is this is what folks call neurodivergency is usually referring to the autism spectrum and ADHD and um, maybe dyslexia or hyperlexic. Um, some folks that are autistic were hyperlexic, meaning they read really early and really well, way above mm. their um, you know, age typical level. Um, yeah, and some folks have um, math issues. Like I have, um, I was hyperlexic as a kid and I have something called dyscalculia, which is like a, it's like dis, uh, what's the one where you can't read, you're reading backwards. Dyslexia, dyslexia. It's, yeah, it's like dyslexia's redheaded step ch ch uh, sister that no one knows about. Dyscalculia refers to space, time, and numbers, where dyslexia is about reading or words, right? So it's yeah. like space, time, and numbers are more difficult for me. It's like it's like this sort of, I can't even explain it. Like when, because I traveled across country a bunch of times before there were GPS in your cars and things, and I can't read a map. I literally cannot read a map. I will look at it, and it's like this, flat thing does not compute into the landscape that I'm existing in. I, and I'm like, no. Doesn't work. It. Nope. No. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the dyscalculia. And I, I'm a massage therapist. And when I was in massage training, we would have our mentors tell us, you know, strip distally, whatever. And I'd be like, wait, I have to come over to your side and watch you do it. And I can't reverse it in my mind. Oh, you can't. Yeah, it doesn't flip. Mm -mm. And he was the first one. He said, oh, he goes, you're spatially challenged. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, yeah, that's a thing. But he didn't call it anything. I don't even know if there was a term for it in 
the year 2000. Um, we're learning so much about ourselves through the, in this process, really. And when I was growing up in the 70s and 80s, kids, like females, weren't even looked at for autism. It was really boys that were tested, and you really didn't hear about it too much when I was a kid. You didn't hear about ADHD either. No, no. People would, people would call me hyperactive, but they didn't say you have ADHD or ADD. It wasn't like the generation after me started getting diagnosed with it and medicated and stuff. But I was never. But I yeah, got and it. And I think, I think they have, and I think they had a problem for a while, really, just being able to diagnose females with it because it shows up different in females than it does in males. Absolutely. The ADHD, because I know I'm an ADHD, you know, person, and um, they didn't catch it. They didn't catch it. I just got in trouble all the damn time because I couldn't sit still. Mm-hmm. Or because I was talking or something, you know. Yeah. But, uh, but like you, I did read early as well, and I always read above grade level. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm -hmm. I mean, Jess, you might be on the spectrum too. There's, um, I had, you know, my, um, <laughs> I've been learning so much since I've been on TikTok. I hate to say it, but <laughs> I, you asked kind of how I discovered that I was on the spectrum and neurodivergent. It really is through TikTok. Like I've had people say in my life close to me say, like, because I'm, I'm weird, you know, I'm, I'm weird. a weird odd person in Very weird. I mean in a good way I think but I'm eccentric you know and I just kind of chalked <laughs> it up to my clairvoyance and had kind of an unusual childhood and I just have um you know I'm just kind of unique or odd and I have Uranus at the top of my chart which means I get to be the biggest weirdo ever and you know it's fun <laughs> and I enjoy it um but they would say oh that's because you're on the spectrum and I'd go ha, 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 ha. and then one day like 10 years later after they've been saying this all this time I was on TikTok and they were like you might be autistic if and they went through it was like 15 things and I was like yes yes yeah everything and I I stopped what I was doing and I turned to him I said you're not kidding when you say I'm on the spectrum and they were like no I'm not kidding and I was like oh autistic and I went on to um it's embrace autism there might be a dash between autism okay, but you can google it too embraceautism.com and they have a ton of really good um short quizzes some are more in depth um I would recommend the rads r-a-a-d-s dash oh yeah R Raz R R Raz Raz R R something like that. I think it's um, R A A D S dash R dash R. Yeah, that's a good one. And then there's one called the Cat Q. Um, those are the two that I started with, and I had my partner take it as like the control group, and he got like 50, and I got like 159. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, because you know sometimes you wonder like, is everyone gonna get this high of score or no, 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 not everyone does. If you get a high score, most likely you're autistic. Um, oh, and oh there's God. a whole movement of people self-diagnosing and really coming to understand their themselves and making sense of their past and moving forward with, you know, more um, insight 
I'm I'm happy I know. And I've I'm still discovering more about myself. I make so much more sense to myself now. You know, I I write, there's there's this question. It says I often use words or phrases from movies and conversations and te- movies and television and conversations. <laughs> that, yeah, echolalia. I, I'm like, wait, welcome, what? welcome, speaking my friend. In, speaking in movie quotes, right? <laughs> <laughs> like most of my personality is echolalia. I had to oh realize. God. Yeah. Oh my God. I don't know how to act in social situations. Yeah. (laughs) Awkward AF. I went to a a small wedding after literally being a hermit for two years. Oh, man. Um, That first time out in public after being a hermit is so rough. I was literally doing a three-step rock stim (laughs) off in the corner by myself. And I was like, I know I'm stimming because I'm overwhelmed in this social situation. I have to make dopamine for myself. So I'm just going to stand here and bite my lip and rock. Okay, I'm on the spectrum. Here I am. And I was just unapologetic about it. Like, I'm not going to feel embarrassed or hide or anything. This is who I am and what I need to do and how I need to regulate myself. And it feels amazing to do it. It feels so well, good I'm to like, stem. I'm, I'm reading these things and I'm like, uh-oh. I'm like, uh-oh. It, but it, then it makes sense. It's like... I have to act normal, like, <laughs> yeah. Makes me laugh because I'm like, no, I've thought that before. You have to act normal around people. Let's see. Meeting I'm never people. acting normal again. Oh my gosh! Oh. Just the fact I'm... that you have to act is a key word. It's a it's a tip off that you're masking, and Google that next. Okay. Because okay. masking is something that autistic people do, especially females, in my opinion. Um, It's literally, we wear the mask that we have. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. It never dawned on me how much walking I used to do until I bought a house in the suburbs. Like when I'd say, I'm going for coffee, of course I was walking. But now it's like three miles, and no latte's worth that. I find myself inviting people on walks with me, like it's a scheduled activity. This morning, my neighbor asked me what I'm doing, and I actually said, I'm going for a walk with Nancy. Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Wendy's 2 for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items, like... Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs. Medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken with a Dave Single. Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. If you're into that. Chicken Sam. Crispy nugs. Crispy nugs. Strawberry lemonade. Dave's. Dave's. Nugs. Nugs. Sam. Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary. U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. Cultivated over years of observing how other neurotypical people are acting. Mm. Oh, I'm supposed to be like laughing here. Ha 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 ha. Yes, uh, yes. Or uh, yes. Here's one. Here's my hardest one. I can't tell when somebody's flirting with me. Oh my gosh. I just said that to my partner. I just said it. I I was I was working at this place years ago. I was just telling them the story that um this this person that I worked with kept giving me all these like box samples of stuff and they would just like show up and give it to me. I'd be like, Oh cool. I like mint, whatever, you know? Oh cool. I like, you know, chia seeds. And, you know, and one of my friends that I worked with, she was like, he likes you. 
after like a month of this. Like, and I was what? like, what? She's like, why do you think he keeps bringing you all these gifts every day? And I was like, because they're samples. She's like, no, he's not doing it to anyone else. She's like, can you see that? And I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know. Completely oblivious. Very yeah. not not in tune That's, with that at all. That is me, unless they're like nice boobies. I'm like, I'm not sure if somebody's flirting with me, you know, unless it's like right out right. <laughs> oh my gosh oh my gosh no oh i'm looking at this and i'm like oh my goodness girl maybe i am <laughs> go down the rabbit hole let me know i'm gonna there's, let um, you know there's there's a whole neurodivergent tiktok i love tiktok i'm on there i'm making fun videos it's really easy as a creator to make fun stuff on there and it's super stimulating for me and like satisfying and I love doing little um, like mini movies like that. It's so fun. Um, but there's a whole neurodivergent community on TikTok that, you know, shares their experiences and also makes kind of fun content that you can recognize in yourself. So if folks are out there and you're on TikTok, start looking up the hashtags neurodivergence or late diagnosed autistic is another one that folks use a lot. Um, and you know, the algorithm might show you that you're autistic anyway without even <laughs> you know trying to chase after it but i'm i'm glad that that i know it's it's been really um like healing in a lot of ways to understand why i am the way i am but it's also kind of like showed me that there's a lot of people like me too you know i thought i was the only weirdo but there's a lot of us no, I I think I'm one of the I I'm I probably am one of these weirdos. We are the weirdos, I, Mister. We are, we are the weirdo weirdos weirdos. You know, it's it's kind of crazy when you kind of come to these realizations because I've been like watching yourself. I'm like, well, maybe, and I'm like, well, no, probably not. But then I'm looking at this test today right now, and I'm like, well, well, maybe. <laughs> do you have Do you have sensitivities? To like um, overhead lights or it's too bright, yeah. So I don't like overhead lights at all. Nope. Uh, yeah. I prefer lamps or like those Christmas lights, kind of like mood light, like softer um, light. Softer light. I don't like overhead lights. I don't like big forks and spoons. I eat with like the salad and soups or um, <coughs> teaspoons. That's what I, I eat get with. I do prefer the smaller forks. And that's, a, I guess, a lot of autistic people or people that are neurodivergent also like the small utensils. Um, it's just all these quirky little weird things. And there's um, stuff around food. There's stuff around fabrics. There's stuff around smells. People are really sensitive. Like, um, I get really overwhelmed with, like, chemical scents, like, people have perfume or um like laundry detergent everything has to be like scent free kind of or like natural because i will get yes. a strong reaction to it um yeah just i mean there's so much to explore but basically all the little quirky things about me are autism Almost i thought i was people are like jess you're so quirky i'm like no no no, no. <laughs> Maybe oh it's God. autism. Maybe it's autism. Maybe it's not. I'm quirky, guys. <laughs> maybe it's not Maybelline. Maybe it's, maybe it's autism. Yeah. That That's was an echolalia. 
Yeah, you not know? to laugh at it, but no, but see, then I laugh at it. I don't know. Is how about laughing at inappropriate times? Oh my gosh, I, I, yeah, I'm actually embarrassed to say, but sometimes it like really emotionally charged times, especially when I was younger, like at a wake or a funeral, I would just want to laugh. And it's not that I think it's funny. It's just like a bubbling up of energy that I don't know how to process. Mm -hmm. That's, mm -hmm. that's what I think it is. I mean, cause I, I yeah. I've had people say, that's not funny, Jess. Why are well, you laughing? It, or it, maybe it's not the overloading of energy. Maybe it's, um, not understanding social cues mm. because autism also does that. Like I'm, I'm often stumped around neurotypical people. I don't understand small talk. I don't get why people, you know, do a lot of things in casual conversation and social situations. I'm like often lost completely. Uh, like, I don't understand what's going on here. That makes, that makes podcasting it. hard sometimes. <laughs> Doing shows. Because I know for me, sometimes I'm like, I gotta really pay attention to this person. I don't understand. It's not, you know. I just have to ask really specific questions to stay engaged and clear and on track. And um, I think people in my personal life might find me like super specific or even assertive, but it's like I'm just attempting to stay in the loop. That's why I'm asking these questions that are like pointed or specific. But I think neurotypical people would ask these questions in with a different agenda. Like, are you done with that? I'm not asking because I'm shaming you that you are or not done with it. I'm asking because I'm going to do something with it if you're done. And if it's not, you're not done, I'm going to leave it there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's just like a random from like roommates and different people I've lived with. Like that kind of thing. I'm just asking specifically a direct thing with 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 like a neutral energy yeah you don't have, there's no meaning behind it you're just literally asking right and i do that with so many things and i think not not everyone knows how to how to handle that because they're looking through like a neurotypical lens but i'm just direct i'm just yeah. really specific because i need to understand what's going on because i can't rely on <laughs> Like the social cues to know what's going on, right? <laughs> it's true. That's why, like, uh, I don't know if it's easier or harder to not do video because, like, I try to like stare at the person and try to like figure out what they're talking about or like what they mean, you know, like the feeling behind it. <laughs> mm, I understand. I'm actually more distracted by the video I myself. Think I think so. I think so. I think I'm able to concentrate more on the conversation without the video. Mm -hmm. I know you. I know people love video, though. I know they do, but it's easier. I for love me. to watch it, but it's not uh, as easy for me to be because I just I did a podcast on YouTube um, a week or two ago, and it was a video podcast, and I found myself like really not wanting to watch myself on no you know in the and i was like oh it's so distracting but it was a good interview it was fun but i just 
like this is more easy. I I forget that we're talking to other people too. It's like just me and Jess having a chat, you know. <coughs> exactly. It's 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 very comfortable. I like I not I like not being on camera. I think it's yeah. a little bit. I do think it's easier to have the conversation. We are four minutes till the end of the show. Oh my god! Can you tell people where to find you? I know it went by so fast, and we covered so many things. And I had I such know. a great time. It flew by. It flew by. Where can people find you, Navier, for our listeners out there, for people listening to the replay? Yeah. So I have something called Linktree, and it's, I say, one link to rule them all. Um, it's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash A wandering witch. Um, wandering, not wondering, because I think I have an accent. Um, but that... No, no, I don't think so. Wandering, not I'm wandering. gonna drop it in the chat there for everybody. Yeah, and yeah. and that will take you to my Etsy shop, um, all my social media links, and I have a YouTube channel, um, and I have a podcast. It's actually on hiatus for the summer. We should get going soon, but um, there's uh, almost three seasons on Spotify available in the archives, but. Yeah, to, so to book a session with me, you can go on to the link tree, click the Etsy shop, and there's also different things like this says Akashic Record readings um, and different other offerings like that, and some of them I've listed specifically, so when you click on it, it'll take you right to that, um, right to that link, right to that um, purchase. But there's an Etsy shop with a lot of stuff that you can just per peruse also. And that would be the best way to um, get in touch with me for a session. Awesome. David Gosling says, oh, no, I loved this. Yay. Thanks, David. Thanks for listening. Yeah, David. I think David got a lot out of this. I think he really enjoyed it. Nice Talker says, great show, Jess and Navier. And, and yes, Thanks, guys. Thanks, Stalker. Thank you guys so much for listening and joining us. And please, please head over to all what you're on Instagram, you're on Facebook, you're on TikTok. TikTok, out yeah. Please go to my social media and um, give me a follow and let's stay in touch. Let's stay connected and continue this conversation in all directions. Thank, Thank you, you so much for coming on. It was a wonderful show. I had I so much you. fun. Oh, I had a great time. I realized that I'm probably autistic, guys, but it's okay. It makes <laughs> Welcome. Sense. Come to the dark side. We have cookies. It just makes everything. Free. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it makes everything kind of make a little more sense. You're like, oh, huh. Uh-huh. Hmm. Yeah. Drop a comment in the chat if you think you're autistic now. <laughs> yeah. Check it out, guys. Look into it. I think it just... It just helps you to understand yourself a little bit better. And um, David Gosling also says, I feel blessed to have been directed here by another energy. Oh, mm. thank you, David. Amazing. Good night, everybody. Bye, good night. Goodbye. Good night, Sylvain. Good night, Night Stalker. Oh, thank you, David. And David said, it's a fun club. Yeah. <laughs> Until you, next time. Until next time, everybody, we don't, I'm not sure what's happening tomorrow, but we'll find out. We'll be here live tomorrow night, 11 p.m. Pacific. This has been the Jess Rogie Show live on the Fringe FM. Thank you, guys.
And okay, we're good. We did it. Yay! Yay. <gasps> If you're looking to move out of your parents' place, you could really cut expenses by bundling your car and renter's insurance with Progressive, which is good because your little brother has gotten really territorial. You're blood-related. You'd think it would be fine to share food in the fridge. I mean, who writes their name on every individually wrapped slice of cheese, Tyler? Still, you've got to admire the commitment. So bundle your renter's and car insurance with Progressive and use the savings to help you move out and have all the cheese you want. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers.